Jeff City Sports Network presents GCSN Reports. Today's show is being brought to you by Profiler Performance Products. By Don Brown Sports Apparel, a big league look for a minor league price. By McAfee Heating and Air, any season, any time, McAfee. By Profiler Inc. By the USO. By Special Wish Foundation of Dayton and Southwest Ohio. By Darren Daller Music. And by the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. And now here's your host, Doug Brown. And good evening, everybody, and welcome to this edition of GCSN Reports. My name is Doug Brown, and tonight we are talking about a newspaper that has just closed its doors, unfortunately. And we're talking here with Bill Idle, who is a, I guess, a former reporter for the Brookville Star. And uh, it's a a sad day in Brookville when they lose the star like this. It is a sad day in Brookville, and former reporter it is, Doug. uh, I was stunned when I heard the news, but i got to be honest, I wasn't totally surprised because of the past several years what's been going on in the world of newspapers well you've been with that paper for what 50 years or something like that and uh... 50 years yeah i'm almost older than dirt so yeah (laughs) but yeah 50 years um started my first article that i ever wrote for it was uh came out in january of 1973 and that's because a friend of mine uh keith huffman uh, got me to help him cover a basketball game because his uncle, who was Ted Landis, had to go out of town for the Christmas holidays, and we went up and covered the Brookville Arcanum basketball game. And then we wrote the story, and I met Ted, and that's how I got into the business of uh, helping cover sports through the Brookville Star. Do you still have the story? Um, no, I do not. <laughs> You better get up here before they throw it out then. <laughs> I bet I could find it because I know the Historical Society has an awful lot of the back issues. Oh, do they? <laughs> when when our friend Kevin O'Boyle, God rest, his soul. God rest his soul, when he found out that when A-Media took over the newspaper, that they didn't want to archive and save all the old newspapers like the Star had been doing ever since it was in business since the 1800s, he contacted the Historical Society, and they came and picked up all the old records. Oh, okay. So Kevin was a very smart individual, and we have missed him ever since the good Lord gave him uh, angel wings. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> Well, you know, the... the uh... We said it before, the Brookville Star was uh, had been around since 1891, and yes. that's been a long time. And, and uh, how many owners do they have, have? They had. Do you know? Do you remember? I know of three in the past, but I'm not. I cannot tell you who Joe Gordon's bought from. So that would be a total of four. But I think that there were two or three before that, uh, as it as it went on. So. I would say probably five or six, and you know, you've given me something to do a little bit of research on. <laughs> I'm going to have to contact the Historical Society and see what I can come up with. You know, uh, we, we've we known each other for quite a long time, and, and I worked for the Star also as a, I delivered papers. And what what do you remember most about working for the Star? I mean, what was your biggest story? 
Yeah, the story I'm proudest of covering for the Brookville Star, and, and this is just a personal thing. First of all, I, I, I've not regretted a minute of covering anything with Dixie, Northmont, Brookville, Tri-County North, Twin Valley South for the Star in all that time. But the thing I was most proudest of, well, actually there were two. I, I got the breaking story. I was the first one in ever anywhere to uh, report that Mike Hetrick came to Brook was coming to Brookville to be the football coach. And the other one was I was the first one to know that the Cross County Conference was breaking up and that the new name of the new conference and the schools that were going to be in it was going to be called the Western Ohio Athletic Conference. And it's not because I did any great reporting. It's just I happened to be at the right place at the right time and asked the right person. <laughs> Isn't that – it had to be Dale Barger. Uh, yeah, it wasn't Dale Barger at the time. But, oh. no, it was It was actually some um, people in one of the schools that are in the WOAC. So, oh. And not one that I cover, but <laughs> that I had known through my relationships for all the years, and they were happy to tell me what was going on. Yeah, Brooke <laughs> – well, Brookville's been in the Southwestern Buckeye Lake forever, and uh, and the uh, Star they have been a staple in this community for since 1891, and with it without it being the Brookville Star, without the, the Star being delivered anymore after this, uh, and I live in Brookville, I that that's going to be a paper that's going to be very much missed by a lot of people. It, it really is, and it, and. The star in its heyday, and, and again, my knowledge is with the Gordons, and then uh, after uh, the Gordons sold the newspaper to Slosh Media, and then Slosh uh, sold it to AIM Media. Um, but uh, with the Gordons, they were so involved in the community. Jeannie Gordon, Joe Gordon, her uh, husband who had passed before Jeannie ran it for another 10, 15 years, before she sold it, Jim Hoffman, who was publisher of the paper, uh, they were so involved in it. And Ted and Thelma Landis were staples back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s uh, of covering things. Thelma was always covering council meetings and other types of meetings. And Ted, of course, was doing sports. And there's nobody that's ever worked at the Brookville Star sports-wise that was any better than Ted Landis. And, um, you know, he was the first one to ever receive the – uh, OHSAA uh, Southwest District Media Award, and in fact, it was kind of created because of him by Dale Kramer, a former Brookville High School principal. And as you and I have talked, I was honored to get that award last year. Yeah. So um, I don't know if they've named any recipients this year. So as far as I know, I'm still one of the reigning two that got it. So, <laughs> but. Nonetheless, there, there's been a number of people that have worked for the Star that have gotten that award, and that is very rare. That is very rare that one weekly newspaper has had four people that overall have won that award. So that lets you know how involved they were, not just in the community of Brookville, but in, in dealing with Ohio high schools and with Ohio itself. You know, uh, the, uh, the schools, yeah, just, and just reading the paper, a lot of the schools and organizations in this in this community, uh, they got a lot of articles written by not only you but uh, Kevin and every other uh, editor or, or writer in this area. They've got the the community got a lot of coverage in the Brookville Star, and the uh, community, yes, they did. 
I, I don't mean to cut you off, but the, the community got so many articles that many newspapers would not print in some of the things going on in their local communities because they did not, they wanted to charge them an ad and have them put an ad in the paper about their upcoming event. Um, the Brookville Star was always happy to promote those type of things for the community organizations and their fundraisers without charging ads. Now, in turn, sometimes those people would buy ads, those uh, uh, entities would buy ads, but they really never had to because the Brookville Star was always there. They always were there with photographers back in the day, and they were always covering the events, and they just they got involved. They knew that was a great way to get involved in the community, and you know this living in Brookville. People were very, very proud of the Brookville Star and that it was covering their local community and some of the things that, that it did. And as time went on and the sales went on and the new companies took over as management personnel um, and their style of covering events in Brookville changed, there was a little bit of, of feedback from people and that did not like the way things were going. I know that when uh, they first started call, uh, charging for the Brookville Star, that uh, that got a lot of people upset. And you remember that when that happened? Yeah. And and because it had been free for so many years, um, it's a shame that the decision was made for this to happen. Uh, on the other side of it, from what I understand and what was read. What was put in the last issue of the paper, which actually came out on uh, Wednesday the uh, 22nd, they said that the Eaton Register Herald will be taking over the coverage of Brookville and Inglewood and New Lebanon, and that they're going to pr- uh, have print and online two days a week. So we don't know what's going to go on. We don't know if if they're going to ask me to help them out in sports coverage, if they do, I'll have to consider my options. Um, right now, I'm just thrilled to have been associated with the Brookville Star for 50 years and totally humbled and honored that uh, I was given that chance by uh, Ted Landis and uh, Joe Horton. You know, what? What's, uh, you know, I grew up in Huber Heights. We had the Huber Heights Courier, and it was basically the same thing as the Brookville Star. But, you know, you would get... Uh, you would get awards uh, given out to, say, a Cub Scout or a Boy Scout cr- uh, group, or uh, a like the sports. Some of the sports that don't get a lot of coverage in, in any kind of media, um, but Brookville did that. They they make sure that you know you like you go out and you cover the volleyball, you cover soccer oh, yeah. and and track, but a lot of papers don't do that. A lot of papers will just say, okay, it's just. It's just track. There's nothing to it. But no, those kids, and I say this in my for my own radio station, and I'm sure you do it for years, they work just as hard as every other athlete in this country. They work just as hard. And, you know, so, some of the athletes that don't get a lot of recognition, they work just as hard as the uh, as the athletes that get a lot of uh, coverage, like football, basketball players, and stuff like that. Nothing yeah. against those guys, you know, because they work, they work hard. Everybody they, works hard, but nobody gets the, somebody. Some of these sports don't get the recognition that they should. I agree with you, and I enjoyed doing that. Uh, with as far as volleyball and soccer and these types of things, you know, a lot of people the participation of it. 
I mean, it's getting, as I once said, I may not have been a fan of those sports when they started, but I would never say anything that would not give an opportunity for a young person to get involved and do something extracurricular for their, their school to represent their school name or even to, to you know, like the, some of the summer things. Why, how can you get upset with something that's a positive program for a young person to try to teach them the right things? Exactly. I, I, and I don't know how you don't try to give them some coverage. And you mentioned the Huber Heights Courier. It, in its day, back in the 70s and 80s, it was a wonderful newspaper. And but the same things have happened to it with just regional companies taking over big companies taking over little smaller companies and and they're not doing the coverage they used to have. And the bigger companies don't give a rat's you know what about the yeah. smaller communities. They don't care. Yeah, well that's I think that's pretty obvious with what happened at the Brookville Star. And it started a number of years before when the Englewood Independent went out of business. And was absorbed and became the Brookville Star slash Inglewood Independent. We started covering events in Inglewood. Um, I mean, the Inglewood Independent, when it started back in the 70s, they started by covering Inglewood. They had a couple reporters there, but they needed help covering sports. And you know who they called to help them establish their sports department? Yeah. Ted Landis. Oh, really? And that, and we, uh, got involved in covering Northmont High School sports. And the best part about that is I got to know a lot of people in Inglewood. And, of course, I covered Dixie. I got a lot of people in New, in New Lebanon and, of course, North and South, you know, Lewisburg and West Alexandria. You're going to meet a lot of those people as time goes on anyway. Oh, but, of course. But the biggest thing that you, you find is you get around and get to know these schools, and you know this, Doug, as you cover events, you get to know not just your local athletic people. You get to know the ADs and coaches from all the other schools, and they'll walk up and talk to you, and you'll start talking to them, and they, they become friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, You've probably ran into this, too, uh, not only in your paper but also on your radio. Uh, I get people come up to me and say, uh, you're welcome to come back anytime. Just let, me, just let us know when you're going to come. Yeah, and that's exactly what has happened to me. And uh, uh, it it is just amazing and funny. And you and I both know that we've gotten to know not just coaches and athletic directors and people of that nature, but in some cases, coaches who later became officials and other cases, people who were officials. And uh, after they got out of school, they came back and started becoming officials. And you got to know them. Of course. And, and I'm very proud of the fact that there's not many officials I can't walk up that don't know who I am. And won't answer me a question about, not a particular call in a game, but I'll ask about new rules and the rule interpretations. I don't complain to them about any calls they make because, you know, we're all human. <laughs> that, you don't want to get tossed out either. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did walk up to an official one time in a game I, I, I was covering that I thought was going to be a blowout, and it turned out that it was. And I said, what do I have to say to you to get thrown out of this game? And the official turned right and looked at me and said, if I have to stay, you have to stay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the organizations that have benefited from the Brookville Star. We'll do that right after this. You're listening to GCSN Reports on the Gem City Sports Network. 
Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Carn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads. Hey, sports fans, you all know Don Brown. He was born and raised here in the Miami Valley and have met many of you somewhere along the line as a player, coach, or sports broadcaster for WKEF and WRGT-TV. Sports has been a big part of his life and remains so today. So if your high school team, little league organization, or group wants to look good year-round, then look no further than Don Brown Sports. From spirit gear t-shirts, polos, or equipment embroidery, or screen printing, Don Brown Sports is your first and last stop. He's got big quality at minor league pricing. Feel free to get in touch with DB via email at dhkbrown1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. Or feel free to call him at 937-430-3105. Don Brown Sports, a big league look for a minor league price. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. And back here on GCSN Reports, we're here with Bill Idle, and he was a sports writer for the Brookville Star. And uh, it was reported today that the Star will be ceasing operations and be merging with the... Eating Register Herald. Register Herald. You took it right out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, a lot of organizations uh, around this town, like the Rotary Club, the Optimus Club, uh, the Chamber of Commerce, uh, a lot of clubs, they benefited a lot from the the Brookville Star. And some of these these other uh, businesses that uh, uh, put the Brookville Star in their uh, in their businesses to uh, you know to sell the paper, but that also brought people in. Uh, talk about that a little bit. Some of the clubs and, and some of the places it's going to hurt because of this. I I can tell you right away that word of mouth will have to be what they're going to use the most of. But the Delta Showboat people, the the Delta Theta a sorority that puts on the showboat and raises scholarship, they use the star extensively. Uh, of community picnic, how much publicity did the community picnic get every year from the Brookville Star? Um, the Eagles, the, the, the Legions, uh, some of the other service organizations, Kiwanis, uh, 
lions, those type of people, uh, the scouts for crying out loud, uh, the scouting programs in the area, and, and a number of so other youth organizations, uh, you know, the peewee football, uh, youth soccer, uh, youth basketball, they're going to be missing so much that they used to get. And, and not only that, the, the 4-H clubs in the area and the sewing clubs in the area and the garden clubs in the area. The Brookville Star was filled with that kind of information, not just the news that went on in town through the police and the fire and, the, and, and, and that type of emergency stuff, but they had local focus on all those organizations, uh, the Masons, the things that they did there, the churches and the, all the church festivals that went on. Think about all those people that now there's a real void in that kind of coverage at the that the Brookville Star used to provide. Um, it just that saddens me, Doug, that that's happening. And you know that the Dayton Daily News is not going to come out uh, uh, and do any of that kind of stuff. They hardly covered anything anyway. And and in the years gone by, uh, anybody that's like me that loves to have the feel of the newspaper in their hands uh, sees that that they're doing everything focused to be online, and, and their deadlines are now at 3 in the afternoon instead of at 11 o'clock at night. So anything that happens after 3 o'clock, it's not in the, the local major daily newspaper that serves our area. We were so much better when we had two daily newspapers in the area. And the Brookville Star was, in, in some respects, not in competition with that big paper, but in some respects they were. And and I look back to Inglewood Independent going under a few years ago and being absorbed by the star. I mean, that was okay. Uh, but, Doug, you may remember a paper called the Argus Sentinel. And I was talking to a friend of mine today about that. They, they and the Brookville Star were highly competitive with each other and did an awful lot of advertising. But the Sentinel was part of a group that got bought by a bigger mega-complex company, and so they just eliminated the Argus Sentinel. And the Sentinel not just covered Brookville. They covered Brookville, Trotwood, and Inglewood also. And and part of the reason the Inglewood Independent came in is because the Sentinel folded and the Inglewood Independent took over. To, uh, it started in Inglewood. Well, here, here's another thing that uh, uh, that I knew about the Brookville Star. They, they were printed right here in Brookville. Oh, yeah. Until uh, somehow, some way, they uh, next thing you know, they were being printed in Miamisburg. Yeah, and they're no longer printed there now. Or that that factory is closed because that was owned by a media, and that was one of the things that they made an announcement in some of their daily papers that they were changing things. And and I'm going to talk about the Greenville Daily Advocate is now no longer a daily paper. It's open only twice a week. <laughs> and. And they're now printed in Fort Wayne is where the printing is going to take place. The Brookville Star is being printed in Fort Wayne? Yeah, yeah. Well, the uh, Register Herald will be printed in Fort Wayne. <laughs> they closed the factory in Miamisburg. So the people that work there, they're, you know, most of them are full-time people, and that was their source of income. They're looking for work. And they can't go to the Dayton Daily News because they're, they're probably not – they're they're uh, being printed in Indianapolis. Yes, it's just insane. And, and you know they had that nice big factory, that that nice big printing uh, factory down there in Franklin, and uh, I don't even know what that's being used for now. 
But neither do I. Thank goodness for places like you, GemCitySports.com, uh, and, and, and I'll say for Brookville Sports coverage myself, BrookvilleSports.com. But I mean, thank goodness for you that you can still give some local coverage to things, and people can post things on your website or contact you about information because your GSN reports. It's not strictly sports. You talk about all kinds of different things. I've heard you do it. Yeah, yeah, we've done it, and uh, uh, I like doing it uh, because uh, this way people, you know, you're not going to hear a lot of this in mainstream media. Now, you might hear something about it, uh, you know, maybe on 2 or 7 or 22 tonight about the Brookville start closing, but you don't know. And yeah. that, that's the sad thing about it, but, you know, and, and it's no offense to those t- three organizations or the news, Daily News. They don't have the horses they they once had. Oh, you look at their staffing, and people don't understand that. Their, their staffing is not near what it was, uh, numbers-wise, and they're asking those people to do so many extra things. I mean, it's like anything else. They're all, all those places are in business to make money. Oh, of course. And, and you know, it, that's just what they do. Um, you know who? What I'm, what I, the people I'm gonna feel bad for is, and you know this in the Brookville Star, they always had all the local churches listed and when their services were. And somebody moved to town, all they had to do was pick up a Brookville Star, and you know Brookville's growing, okay. and they could look and go to the church of their choice without having to go through all kinds of craziness. That all they had to do was pick up a newspaper, look at it, and there's a big ad in there in all the churches in the area. And they had plenty of places to choose from in their faith. And, you know, a lot, a lot of local businesses are going to suffer, too. Oh, absolutely. They're going to have certain sales and things going on that nobody's going to know unless they can, and some of them don't have websites. It'll be just word of mouth. Exactly. And a new business opens up. The Brookville Star, whenever a new business opened up, they had a big front-page news story on that new business every single time. Yep. Well, now if a new business, say Doug Brown opens up Doug Brown's wiener roasting hut. I mean, you'll never have that publicity. Uh, of course not, no. You you won't because uh, the, it's there's nothing here anymore. No. Uh, and and no, no offense to the Register Herald, but are they going to come over and cover something like that? No. Probably not. We'll see how this works out. I mean, yeah. it's just brand new. In the star today, they had a three, the final edition had a three paragraph on it, uh, note on it. It says the Register Herald is going to be covering events in Brookville and Inglewood and New Lebanon, and it'll be two days a week, Wednesdays and Saturdays. And I don't know how that's going to work out. We're going to see. I just know that my heart's broken, not for me personally, but for the people of Brookville. What a loss for that community and our community this has been. Yeah, you grew up here. You went to school here. I've I've lived here for seven years, eight years now, and I love it. I mean, the people are great over here, but then they have, uh, you know, uh, and I, you know, I'm I'm bitter against it, you know, because of what they what they've done before. Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, Kevin, you know, unfortunately lost his life. Uh, but he was, he was, he, he was the, the star. I mean, he worked constantly at bringing the, uh, if there was something to cover, he went out and covered it. He didn't care what time of the day it was. He went out and did it. 
Kevin O'Boyle was the ultimate uh, news news reporter. He was right. He was, he came up old style news reporting, and Jim Hoffman was new old style news reporting, and Joe Gordon was old style news reporting, and Jeannie Gordon was old style news reporting, and you know the Landis is old style news reporting. There was a story to cover. It didn't matter. They weren't worried about hours. They were worried about making sure the story got on and people got informed on what was going on. And as a result, they got the respect that they were due because they deserved every bit of it. They deserved every bit of it because they went far well beyond what their actual duties probably called them to do. But they did it because they cared about the community and they knew that was the only way to make it work. And unfortunately... Uh, COVID hit and Kevin passed away and the newspaper business changed so dramatically during that time. It had started changing before, but it started changing so dramatically at that time, Doug, as you well know. Yep. Everything changed, not just newspapers. All types of media changed. And, you know, uh, one one thing that uh, anymore, uh, you know, you got this nice, this building, uh was a hundred and some year old building that housed the star that's sitting there vacant right now, unless there's something yeah. in there. Uh, but that's vacant. Everybody's working from home. All the reporters yeah, are working from home and all they have to do is send it in to Fort Wayne. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now it's the Fort Wayne. Good gravy. What is going to happen now? Yeah, like, well, I'll tell you what, Doug, we're just going to have to work a little bit harder and make sure people are informed what's going on in our area. And and you've been a blessing in my life because you've helped me get started uh, with the with my uh, internet radio station, and you've allowed me to help you out with yours. And and I've been honored to do that. I mean, I'm just a small town guy without a lot of talent, but can BS my way into places, and that's helped. <laughs> and you know, one thing about one thing about this, uh, you know, of course, you covered just Brookville and uh, New Lebanon and. Uh, I don't know if you're going to branch out to Twin Valley North or uh, Tw- Tri- Twin Valley South and Tri County North or not, but uh, I do know that doing this job, you know, of course I'm on the shelf right now, but doing this job has been so rewarding over the last 11 years for me. I mean, I've met a lot of people, oh. got to interview a lot of people that I never thought I'd interview, like uh, Marty Brenneman, like Hal McCoy. Um, just some of the people that I didn't, I never thought I'd get to interview, and yeah. and do games that I never thought I'd get to do. I mean, my heart is out in Central State. My heart, I, I mean, I was dying tonight because I, not literally, but I was sitting here watching Central State play basketball and I couldn't be there. I know, and you, and since your most recent health issue, you and I have talked about that. It is literally mentally killing you that you cannot be out there and. <laughs> And you got that right. the athletes perform. <laughs> well, you know, I went out there a couple of weeks ago when they played Wilberforce, and they were all happy to see me. And uh, I get, I get, I get kind of sentimental when I do this. I, you know, I kind of break down. But I love that place. I love those kids. I love the coaches. I love the staff, the management out there. The the president of the university will come up and talk to you. Uh, the police chief. She'll come up and talk to you. Uh, you you can clown around uh, with s- some people to a point, but Central State uh, Central State to me is that that's the ultimate place to go. Now, don't get me wrong; 
the University of Dayton, I'm doing their baseball games. And I got and I was so surprised when uh, the coach uh, Jason King came along and said, "We're going to come and pick you up to bring you to our games, just so you can broadcast our games." Now that was something else, and and I don't know what you know that that to me means a hell of a lot. And but it should. <laughs> and you know the Brookville Star meant a hell of a lot to the people around here, and then the corporate suits have to come in and, and blow it. And I'm going to say, I'm going to get on the soapbox and say it. Say it. They blew it. They blew it with the people in in Brookville. If somebody else wants to come in and take over, so be it, and kick those idiots out of here. That's what oh. I. That's what I think. You don't want. Let's get somebody else in here to run a newspaper for Brookville, for Brookville, Ohio, to cover Brookville stuff, Brookville sports, Brookville activities, and stay. Hey, the register held. Fine, you can come in here too, but we're not gonna we're not gonna buy your paper. That's that's my feeling. That is my feeling. And if the Brook, if the Register Herald don't like it, hey, what are they going to do? It's freedom of speech. And 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 I think that it, it's a shame that the corporate suits think that they know what the hell's better for Brookville and not have a newspaper here. Well, that, that that's bull. That's total bull. And if I had a chance to talk to the owner, well, no, they wouldn't want me to do that. He'd get an earful. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but here, here, I will agree with that one hundred percent, and and I will back you with on that soapbox, but one hundred percent, sir. Uh, but you know, why don't you and I? We'll just continue to do what we can to cover the local area the best that's, we can that's, that's on the right. our two venues at this point. That's right, and uh, I know that you've got uh, Dixie coming up. What this week? Going to try to broadcast the Dixie game on Saturday. It's scheduled for 2.30, but those chances it might be changed because Tri-Village, of course, their girls are still alive, but Versailles, who might be playing in the first game, their girls and boys, if they both win, will be scheduled to play at the same time. <laughs> now, you know the Southwest District isn't going to let that happen. No, so. <laughs> not in the least. Not in the least. So what's going to happen, we don't know. But we'll update it on my uh, on my website, we'll update it on my Facebook, and I'm sure you will too. As soon as you hear anything, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's like uh, since I've been on the shelf, I've been doing these shows each night, uh, giving scores and uh, highlight or giving scores and stories from around the uh, from around the area, you know, because who else is going to do it? I mean, nobody here in Brookville is going to do it. Uh, I mean, you will be, but I mean, newspaper wise, who's going to cover it? And well, I, there's no no print coverage for sure. And I and when Brian Reese and I got this thing together, our motto was going to our motto is, we do schools and organizations that don't get a lot of coverage in the mainstream media, and it's no fault of the mainstream media because they don't have the horses they used to have. One hundred percent. And you've been in that mainstream media. Yeah, I have. You understand how that works. And and so do I. And, they, but, they, they, and I got a lot of good friends that are in the mainstream media. I mean, you know, yeah, well, <laughs> you get to know them, you become friends with them. But well, you know, no fault of their own. Things have changed. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll have a uh, we'll have a scoreboard show coming up tonight at ten o'clock here on uh, GCSN uh, Dayton Sports tonight, and we'll have uh, some um, stories about a tennis tournament that's shifting to Ohio State. We'll have the swimming results from Canton. And uh, I heard this one guy say, you know, um, 
Somebody, somebody called me up and a friend of mine said, you know what? I like those horse racing results that we get yeah. from, that we get from uh, Miami Valley Raceway. I mean, it's fun to do. And I mean, there's people down there in the last couple of days that are winning money like you wouldn't believe. I mean, thousand, two thousand dollars, you know. And I thought, my goodness, maybe I ought to go down there for a change. <laughs> but, Sounds like a winner to me. But you know, All right. but you know, we've been talking Brookville, uh, Brookville. Um, star and it's a, it's a shame that it's not going to be here anymore and i hope that what what was this other uh uh paper that was coming in uh that was there the banner is that still oh there? yeah the brookville banner and i've not heard much from that young lady that was uh, behind that i'd be calling but, her right now um i would be calling her uh, she's she's a wonderful young lady but last i heard she was and I don't know how to say this nicely, but she was about ready to give birth to another child. Oh, <laughs> what's okay. going on? <laughs> okay. She could be a tad bit busy right now. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Bill, I want to thank you for coming on, and uh, best of luck to you in your uh, BrookvilleSports.com. And uh, you can listen to him uh, sometime, on, sometime on Saturday, right? <laughs> sometime on Saturday, and we'll be covering some spring sports at Brookville, baseball and softball, and, of course, God willing, and the creek don't rise and I'm still around, we'll be covering Brookville football, volleyball, and soccer action next fall as we get ready for that. Doug, thanks for the opportunity, and let's get together and talk more about local sports. We'll have to, we'll have to <laughs> do that from time to time. Exactly. we got the we got the grill over here. we got Rob's and stuff like that. You know, it's great over here. So we got some good good spots, and you can get some good ads over here, too. There you go. Well, you know, here we go, yeah. Well, we'll be back. I think at, I owe you a dinner anyway, so yeah. here we go. <laughs> well, we'll be back. At, I'll be back at 10 o'clock with uh, Dayton Sports tonight, and we'll do that uh, tonight at 10 o'clock with scores from all over the area, all over the state, and we'll do that tonight at 10 o'clock. Until then, this is Doug Brown for Bill Idle saying so long. You've been listening to GCSN Reports right here on the Gem City Sports Network. <laughs> You've been listening to GCSN Reports. Today's show has been brought to you by Profiler Performance Products. By Don Brown Sports Apparel, a big league look for a minor league price. By McAfee Heating and Air, any season, any time, McAfee. By Profiler Inc. By the USO. By a Special Wish Foundation of Dayton and Southwest Ohio. By Darren Dollar Music. And by the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Join us next time for GCSN Reports right here on the Gem City Sports Network.